You watch uh, 85 South Show? Nah, what's that? Are they? DC, DC Young Fly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen like their little clips they post. Yeah. Yeah, you got to um put me on they all funny. the podcasts you watch. Like I said, this year I want to do a little, some different stuff, bro. Like, so it's cool. Like, the podcast from, because I, I, I used to make, I made fun of my my homeboy one time. He was like, yo, I was watching this podcast. And it's like, bro, you, you don't watch podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it, we're in a, Different. It was a, so, the error, right? So, the communication. Some people are, are, are like videos. Right. Some people like audio. Some people like reading. So, right. like the bloggers, you know what I mean? Like, they all got a platform. Right. Yeah, you tell me you can hear it? Yeah, absolutely. So, look. Uh, check, check, one, two. You hear me? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're here. Just like that. We on. We here. Love. The question is, how do we get here? Right, so that's we start. How did we get here? It's a question you got to ask yourself. You got to ask yourself that question often. But it's cool to just sit down with your homeboy and be like, "Yo, how did we get here?" Like right. we sitting here, we took, we about to wrap it up. That question. That question is very, very important. Real quick, how did I get here? How did I get here? We will go, boom, start from the, from the beginning. Eighty seven, born. Fast forward, high school, two thousand six, college, two thousand ten. Played some football. Became a teacher, high school track and uh, football coach. Right. 2013, 2012. That summer, made a decision. I'm open my own spot. 2013, 2015. Spend that time in on Delcy Drive, growing the community. Working, I mean, showing up every single day. Every day we're here. 2015 to present. This is our second location, right? Podcast, <laughs> I'm still practicing. You go back, we've been talking about practice. Like this setup seems cool, bro, but it started with just talking into the phone. Right. You hear the keys in the background on the truck because I'm doing it while I'm driving. Right, right, right. Podcast kind of blew up in the last couple of years. So I felt like I saw everybody else doing it and I'm like, my shit don't sound that clear. How they get it to sound that clear? Trial and error. They got video going with the podcast. Now I can't make fun of my homeboy because I like he watched them record the podcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Corona hit. I had to get a job. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Remember when I got that job? <laughs> Yo, I had to get a job, right? So this has been my life. Right. I ain't never did nothing else. I was a teacher, and then I did this. I was a, I was a football player. I was a teacher. I was a coach, and then I'm, now I'm open the gym. Right. I had to get a job. I didn't have to get a job. I made the decision to get a job. We're employed by the same people. Absolutely. Summer. Hot. I'm wee-whacking. Y'all remember when I was wee-whacking? <clears throat> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Y'all remember when I was wee-whacking, right? So in this job, there's this thing called a flagman. I'm wee-whacking. I'm close to the, to the railroad. If you don't know, I'm telling you right now, right? So when I was working that summer job, I was weed whacking. And if you're so many feet from the rail, someone has to be there to be your eyes, the right. lookout, the watchman. And I'm sitting with this guy right now who was my watchman for a whole summer. 
And that's how I'm here. And now we're here. <laughs> What's your name? All right, my name is Thomas Kennedy. I go by TK. Um, and like Ryan said, I, I met him this past summer. Um, it's a small world because I know a lot of people that actually know Ryan. And, um, you know, we linked up uh, at the Riverline. I was his watchman. Um, I was actually holding down that job. I, I operate trains for a living. And um, I was holding down that job once Corona hit. Uh, we went to a half hour schedule and, you know, um, that was just a, a job that was open for, it really wasn't a time limit on it. And I jumped on it cause it was Monday to Friday and I got to go around with landscapers and make sure they were clear of the rail when the trains came. Yeah. He was doing his job, but he was just watching us. It was the easiest <laughs> job I ever had in my life. Literally just watching guys. <laughs> Like a babysitter. But a very, very important job. Absolutely. Because that train be coming through there. And you can't hear it. Can't hear it. It as creep up on you. Best, that thing is, is very, very quiet. Absolutely. And you drive it. Yeah. So how did I get there? Yeah. Um, so 2009, um, I was a, a sophomore in college. Okay. And I went to Benedict College, Columbia, South Carolina. And summers I would come home and I used to work for this temp agency. Make a long story short, I got into it with a foreman at a job. And um, I just left. So I reached out to my aunt. Um, she's a banker, and she knows a lot of contractors. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, you know anybody that's got any work? She said, actually, I do. Um, this guy I know, uh, he um, runs a cleaning company for New Jersey Transit. Mm -hmm. So she linked me with him, and uh, he's a real good friend of mine, this guy named Drew. And he, I went to the job. He said, meet me there at 7 o'clock. So I met him at 36th Street Station right there at Vitamin. And um, I'm, like, suited and booted thinking it's going to be, like, an interview. Right. And Drew's like, I don't know what you look like. I don't know this guy. He's like, I don't know what you got all that on for. You're going to work right now. Yeah. And they put me right to work. And uh, I was a cleaner. So I would do that. You know, me and him built a strong relationship. And he would allow me to come back every summer and Christmas break when I was away at college. So I would come home and be able to keep some money in my pocket. So fast forward, 2012, I graduate, and um, I come home uh, summer 2012 from South Carolina, and I'm looking for a, a job in my field, mm -hmm. um, which was therapeutic recreation. I'm not going to get into a very broad field, but um, nothing was really paying what I was looking for. And he let me know that they were hiring for operators. Mm -hmm. Now, I had been doing that since 2009, cleaning them, so I always had in the back of my mind, like, I would never operate these trains. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I kind of knew what it was about. Right. But uh, at that time, you know, I just found out about my daughter. And it was, okay, got to get the ball rolling, get a real job. Yeah. And uh, he, I applied. He turned my resume in. And ultimately, I ended up getting the job. So um, skip a little forward. Um, well, I actually, when, when I first got hired there, like I said, I knew about the railroad and how the hierarchy went. Right. From top to bottom. So when I got hired, I told myself, you know, I want a white shirt. Supervisor, train master, road foreman, right. they wore white shirts. Right. So I told myself from day one, if I'm going to be in the railroad, that's what I'm going to strive to do. I want to be a supervisor. Mm -hmm. So I said to myself, five years in, in the next five years, I'm going to soak up everything like a sponge. I'm going to learn everything I possibly can. Right. I'm going to bust my ass, and I'm going to be a supervisor. Fast forward, uh, five years later, it doesn't look too good, right? It, it, everybody that's in a position, a supervisor position is fairly young. Mm -hmm. um, 
they're in, locked in. They're, it doesn't seem like they're going anywhere. Right. Um, five years and six months, so six months after that, my supervisor comes to me. He says, yo, T, I'm leaving. I'm staying with the company, but I'm going to Orlando. Right. Put in for Train Master. So I put in along with 12 other people. And uh, Ooh. I get it, Ooh. right? So, and nobody thought I had a shot again. Right. But I knew I had a shot again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just believed in He's myself. He's a champion. So I ended up getting it. And, um, you know, some things happened. I held that job for 10 weeks. Mm. There was a small group of people that um, that didn't approve of me getting this promotion over right. people that had seniority on me, had more years in, right. more experience, right. quote unquote. Um, so they went above management's heads and went to corporate, right? And I'm not going to get into details, but they pulled a fast one and corporate held my offer letter. So even if I, after I had the job for 10 weeks, right. they never took me from payroll, like from uh, mm -hmm. hourly to salary. You know what right. I mean? Right. So um, they pretty much just told me straight up, like, look, we apologize, but it's coming from the higher ups and we, you can't have this position. So rather than act a donkey, you know, right. I, uh, I just took it on the chin and said, okay, well, what's next? Right. You know what I mean? I, I maintained my professionalism through it all. And, um, but boy, I was, I was hot, yeah. steaming like that. That was at that point in my life, I was, I was here because that's all I wanted to do. Right. So what, what keeps you level headed like that? How do you, how do you, I would say, what was um, on your mind? Like what kept you grounded? My grandfathers, man. Um, one is still living, one passed away, but those were two solid dudes that I had throughout my life. Um, that just prepare me for moments like that. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, a lot more serious things, but um, you know, they just molded me throughout my young childhood on how to handle things when you become a man. Right. You know, like my one grandfather always says, like life ain't easy for a man, right. and nobody ever said it was. So if you think it's gonna be easy, you are gonna have some problems on your hands. You're one you know? of the few that thinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so back to that story. At that time, mind you, I, I grew up an athlete, um, but with the railroad and the schedule, I was working crazy overtime. I got away from the gym. Um, but at that time, I was so frustrated at what had happened. Right. I'm going to work every day, and I'm I'm eating, you know, I'm eating that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Knowing it should be me, right. and it's some other guy that In I beat up. Like, yeah. Yeah, so I just started going back to the gym every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I got my cousin to come with me, and... Um, you know, he's former D1 athlete, and we just, like, you know, he put me on one of his programs, and we just banging weights every day, just getting it in. Mm -hmm. You know, I started dipping back in, dabbling with boxing, and, and um, you know, my body started to change again. Like, I started to, you know, feel like that 16-, 17-year-old kid, and mm -hmm. I noticed it, and I'm like, you know, we can really get something going. Mm -hmm. And throughout the whole, you know, thing with the job, I just kept telling myself, like, it's all right, I can I can, mm -hmm. I can, and if you know, you know. Obviously, my brand right. is uh, it's it's called You Can. That's the name of my brand. It stands for You Chose Another Narrative. So, um, Ooh, say that again. You chose another narrative. Could wait to understand what, the, what I, 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 I. That's beautiful. I mean, because ultimately, we we control our story. Say it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, things are going to happen in our life. Um, that we can't control, but you know, 
what we may think is a setback, right, ultimately could be a get back mm. to step up. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, you know, back to how I came up with you, Ken. I kept telling myself, I can, I can, I can, no matter what, I can, I can. And, you know, I'm going in there, I'm banging these weights, and I'm just releasing all the stress in the mm. gym. That's what That was my outlet. So I said, let me see if I can come up with a logo and a name right. and some meaning behind it. Right. So I rode that train for like two weeks straight. I was there, but I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I was zoned out trying to think of a name. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I was saying I can, you know, I-C-A-N. That's trademark. Right. You know what I mean? That's somebody already has that. Then I was thinking the letter U-C-A-N. Somebody already has that. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, well, what if I do why you can, right? Why you why can? You can tell me why you can. <laughs> exactly. Let me. I want to hear why you can. <laughs> why you can? Don't tell me why. Don't you tell can't me why you can. I ain't trying to hear it. it absolutely. Don't, hear it. Don't talk to me about what you can't do. Absolutely. Um. You know. And you can act now. Right. Why wait? What are you waiting for? Wait broke the wagon. You know what I mean? Don't let that go over your head. <laughs> <laughs> so um, ultimately, man, um, that's how the brand came about. You can, and uh, it's it's a, I sell fitness apparel, um, and it's not just like you know, for your typical uh, you know, every day. It's it's for anybody. It's not just you know. I'm not like geared to one type of person or mm -hmm. athlete. It's for anybody that wants to take control of their life, mm -hmm. you know, of their story, right. and um, you know, uh, that was big for me um being able to start a brand i had no intentions on ever being a business owner right and had that not happened at my job or our job um i still would have been trying to climb through the ranks of the railroad mm -hmm. that was my sole goal was to continue to climb the ladder right. in the railroad if that doesn't happen i never entertain so becoming just, a business you, owner. you just took the passion and put the energy somewhere else exactly because you said i'm coming out with a white shirt exactly let me get a white shirt he he made a decision. He made a decision. I'm assuming you came up with some type of plan. Absolutely. And then you execute it. Absolutely. So it's the same formula. I've been I've been pre so this podcast is really just me talking to myself. And everything we're talking about right now, I'm just it's about incantations about how you talk to yourself. That's important. What is the conversation in your head? And understand that you have control. You can control that narrative. You said it earlier. You could have went nuts when they played you on the job. And they probably expected me to. And you could have. And then he'll, we're going to get him out of here anyway. But he, you st he took a deep breath. And, and you realize, all right, I can go here or I can go there. And you made a decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do your decisions run parallel with what your goals are. What's the goal for you, Ken, next? So um, the goal for you, Ken, is to reach as many people as possible in, in as many states as possible. Right now, I've, I've sold apparel in 18 different states. Um, you know, and locally, I feel like it's become a, a, a very recognizable mm -hmm. brand mm -hmm. in Camden County, let's say. Right. Um, I've seen it on the kid. I seen it on the kid. Oh, uh. I seen it on the kid. <laughs> I said, "That's dope." <laughs> I said, "I know that. I know that." Yeah. So where you get that? Yeah. 
He said, my dad gave it to me. I said, okay. <laughs> so he did. So this is during warm-up, right? Yeah, he's yeah, high yeah, knees yeah. down. He run by me. I said, your dad gave you that shirt. So I get a little more information from him. Right. I said, well, where'd your dad get it from? Right. Oh, his, his the, the guy he works with, the, something, something, something. I said, oh, so your dad works with the guy that gave him yeah, that shirt. I, yeah. I said, okay, I'm starting to figure something out here. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Jeremy, and that's my guy. That's dope to yeah. be like a brand and what you stand for is you can touch anybody in the world, right. especially with the world we live in now. Absolutely. The World Wide Web, right? So I see that so logo. <laughs> And it triggers me to think of only you and you. That's your brother. You got a crew, right? Yeah. So I have uh, two business partners: my brother, who also works with us, mm-hmm. and then my cousin. Okay. Yeah. And me, the interactions that I've had with you, I'm like, this dude clearly is into fitness. He's doing something. We ain't never really dug into nothing. Right. He's repping his brand. So this is how we get here. I'm paying attention. You said we want a podcast. I want to talk to people that are doing something. Right. I want everybody to tell their story. Right. And if you have a story with a brand and, and like you're doing something, I'll bring somebody in here that has an idea. I got young boy J. Lou Jumps. Oh, he's going to love this. I know he's watching. Hey. J. Lou Jumps came in here. My young boy. Yeah. Coach team in high school track. I got to leave, coach. I'm trying. Like, I want to do something. Do it. That's all there's to it. That's all there's to it. Do it. Start now. now right now. Start now. Right now, the man, he came back. I think it might have been on Friday. He came back on Monday. Or oh, I seen it. He makes the Instagram immediately. I said, he's serious. Mm-hmm. He's serious. Mm-hmm. National champion. He's got the name. So this is the conversation. Where I'm like, what do you... What? Stop asking and waiting for permission. Yo. Absolutely. We got all these ideas. Got all these ideas. Anything formed in this earth was once an idea and it came true. Right. You got all these ideas, all you have to do is do it. Facts. Set goals, make them happen. Bro, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in uh manifestation, you know, speaking things into existence. Yep. Um in my life personally, I, I I spoke my wife into existence. I spoke that promotion into existence. I spoke my second business, which I just started this past month, yeah. into existence. Um, money, uh, even though you know money's not, you know what drives me. Um, when I was young, when I was when I first graduated college, I used to say to myself, I used to think a hundred thousand dollars was a ton of money, right? And I used to say to myself, one day I'm gonna make a hundred grand. One day I'm gonna make a hundred grand. But I just just keep beating that in my head, right? And the older I got and the more money I started to make, I realized, like, you know, like, this isn't what it's cracked up to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I felt like I was doing, you know, I was grinding and grinding and grinding for that company. Right. Right? For all the wrong reasons. I was chasing that dollar. I, I, I don't love what we do. Yeah, you knew the white shirt. Right. <laughs> At least paid X amount of dollars. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I'm realizing? Talking about practice. Sometimes you gotta call a timeout. This is a little production, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? There it 
There it go. The leaf show. I like that, though. He said he didn't even mean to be a businessman. Tell me about that. So, again, had that not happened, that situation, I would have never entertained it. And um, you can start it out literally, man, as a thought. And it was like, all right, I want to make a shirt for me, not to sell. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was like, I want to make a shirt that says you can. And um, it started with a, a, a cricket machine mm-hmm. and an iron. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I, me and my wife, that's what we were doing. Man. And, um, you know, that just led to so many other things because, you know, a couple people got their eyes on it. Like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you like that? I'm like, yeah, it's catchy. What's it mean? You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And, you know, once I explained it to him, it was like, yo, don't stop. Yeah. More than a few people told me that. Just keep going. Don't yeah. stop. And that's all I needed to hear. You know what I mean? And um, this ultimately was through trial and error. I, I, I've, I've had you, Ken, for three years now. And, um, you know, I'll talk a little bit about my other business that I just started. Uh, it's an HVAC company. Mm-hmm. Sold out. And um, my partner... He uh he's been doing HVAC for like sixteen years, and he works for a pretty big HVAC company, and he's their lead guy. He makes a lot of money, but he's not happy. Right. But he also works on his own on the side, right? right? So about two years ago, we're at a barbecue, and I'm like, we're talking about work, and I'm like, bro, you do all this side work. You work seven days a week, five mm-hmm. at your job, two days on the weekend for you. Right. I was like. Why don't you start your own business? You have the knowledge. Right. You have the tools. You have everything necessary to start a business, right. right? And he's like, oh, man, you know, I want to, but I'm not sure if that's what I want to do right now. Right. So I'm like, okay. You know, I just put that seed in his, right. just planted it. Right. So then we were down uh, for my bachelor party back in November of, of 2020 in Miami. And um, we were talk- I had all my boys. It was five of us, all him included. Had him geared up. We got you, Ken. On. We just started yeah. talking about the business, and I said, "Man, you got to start your own business." Uh-huh. He like, "Yeah, man, you know." So we talked about it. And he's like, "Why don't we start it together?" Yeah. I'm like, "Bro, I don't have an HVAC background." He's like, "Nah, like we'll go 50-50. You handle everything on the back end, yeah. and I'll handle the work." Team. So I said, "Okay." He's like, "You know, you got the experience on how to run a business, so let's do it." Right. I thought he was joking, you know. Couple of weeks go by after we get back home, and he's like, "Yo, what's up? Like, yeah. let's do it." I said, "Say no more, bro." Yeah. I did what I had to do, made the phone calls, got it done. D and T Prime Climate Control. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're rolling. Made it real. Made it real. You I gave thought. it. You gave it an identity. Made it real. Yeah. This is dope because it's got a story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell your story. Just tell your story, no matter how you think it is being perceived or whatever, even what you think of your story. Keep telling your story because the more you tell your story, the more you will become aware of your story. And the more you're aware of your story, you can start to alter that story and and, and manifest these things into your life. Right. Right. So tell your story. Don't be scared to tell your story. It might hurt to tell your story. We don't. Some of us are up here. Some of us are down here. But keep telling your story because you're going to end up where you want to be. Bro, I love that you said that. Um, You know, there's so many people that. That say, oh, don't, don't, 
don't speak about your moves. Don't tell these people about your moves. Move in silence, which is cool, right? You wanna, you wanna move. There's a time and place for everything. You wanna move in silence, but I personally believe if you don't talk about mm -hmm. what you're trying to do, right, and what you're doing, you're not speaking life into it. No. I'm not ashamed to tell anybody about what I got going right. on, right? Because I'm proud of what I'm doing. Right. And if Joe Schmo isn't, that's that's him. You know what I mean? This is what I got going on. This is what I'm trying to build. And you can't allow other people's energy affect what you're trying to do. Yep. So talk about it. Yep. Whatever you're doing, talk about it. You know, put it in the atmosphere. Make it real. Bring it to life. Bring it to life. Exactly. And if you don't, you know, like I used to always, my, my, my grandfather uh, that passed away used to always tell me, don't be afraid to take risks. Mm. Right? And that's been sticking with me for years, but it's really been resonating with me lately. Like, you know, like, just do it, right? Like, there's there's no reason why, right? So, you know, when I first started You Can, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what an LLC was, right? I didn't know, uh, you know, like, okay, what a 1099 was. I didn't know, you know, so much stuff that goes into it that I didn't know, you know. I, I didn't know where to buy my apparel from, how to, uh, you know, it was just like, it was from the ground up, mm -hmm. but you learn as you go. Yep. That's not a, you know, not knowing isn't a reason to be afraid and not do. Right. It's a reason to be courageous and figure it out. Jump. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> go back. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. I, I thought that's what I wanted. I wanted to be a high school football coach. I want to be a teacher. That was the dream. That was the dream. Get in there. Coaching's cool. But then you... Politics as usual. <laughs> and I just didn't... I wasn't... I didn't see myself being in that space for the next 40 years of my life. Right. Because I'm not doing anything half-assed. I'm not... I, I, I'm, and I want to be enjoying what it is that I'm doing. Right. You know what I mean? So I couldn't imagine living a life to where spending so much time in a place that was going to drain me that I don't know if I was, it was filling me. Right. So I started, I found CrossFit. I was training. I was playing football. Mm -hmm. So I was training to get in shape for the football season. Um, and in, that's how I felt CrossFit. Two uh, seasons of arena football. Done with football. Now I'm like, <laughs> I'm coaching. Yeah. Went to a banquet one time. Shirt on. Dress, you know what I'm saying? T young boy said, coach, you get a belly, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> Took him out. <laughs> Took him out. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I started to get back in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, went back to the same place I CrossFit uh, One Force shout out CrossFit One Force I got my certification I'm happy about this I let people know like this is what I got the certification right. I think I fired posted on Facebook homegirl said train like can you train me yeah yeah come to the, come to the school we run around the track right then we sneaking in and out the building like summertime she says can she bring a friend Friend comes. Now, the friend comes with the checkbook immediately. Right. So, 
when you said you didn't want to be, I don't know how I got in business. Right. <laughs> and at that point, you probably weren't even thinking Not about even it, Chad. Yeah, that's because you love it. You understand? <laughs> that's because you loved it. Love it. And <laughs> I'm, 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 well, I'm listening to a book right now, um, The Science of Getting Rich. And it's change your brain, your thought from competitive to creative. Right. Provide value. So I did. I provided value. And I, and I showed up. Right. I didn't stop showing up. Right. And every time a friend came, another friend bought somebody. There it is. Now, it's like August, and I got 15 people showing up in the park every single day. Yeah. Daily, on a daily basis, at a park with very minimal equipment. And I said, if I go back to school right now, I'm going to lose all this momentum. I don't know what next summer's going to look like. Right. I made the decision, wrote the letter. I haven't heard from school since yeah so net right there you can be replaced right absolutely you think, you think you want like oh i'm i'm it's, it's security in the job right but <clears throat> don't you ain't doing it for the love of the job absolutely because you will be replaced and signed a, signed at least 2013 in august and friends just been bringing friends ever since yeah and it's, it's grown into whatever now it is look today. at it <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? and, and this is just where we're at right like, this was definitely a goal at one time i want to set a podcast when i was sitting at that table, when I only had one little, I didn't know I was learning. Right. Right? So, I had a goal. But now we're here, and we ain't, I'm looking around like, bro, this ain't even set up right Right. Here. You, we forgot we're to turn done. the lights on. We're not done. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when you reach a certain point, right? It's like, you know, motivated individuals, when they reach a certain point, a goal that they had set out. When you get there, it doesn't stop. Right. It's like, what's next? Right. What can I go and get now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Checkpoints. I like call, we're calling them checkpoints. Right ah, I like that. Set yeah. goals and make them happen. Right. The goal was a check-in. Now, how did I get here? I'm on top of my mountain. How did I get How did I get up here? Take that evaluation. Right. What do I need to keep doing? I could probably make a couple tweaks over here. What do I need to stop doing? And what can I do next? Right. Right. To continue on. Right. Because it's another mountain. Absolutely. Climb it. Absolutely. Climb, keep climbing. Absolutely. We ain't done. And, and understand that when you're at the top, there's higher to go. If you're at the bottom, ain't nowhere to go but up. Exactly. exactly. So, again, stop talking to me about these excuses. Start now. Start. Because yeah. you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because you can. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. How do we get here? How we get here? How do we get here? I like that. That's dope, man. And I'm, and I'm yeah. glad you you agreed to come sit down because, like I said, I just want yeah, to acknowledge man. you. Had to. You're doing something. The branding and all that. Like you got to school me. I need a dad hat with the X on it. Like yeah, got you, bro. So absolutely. That's what this is about too. This is a, I want, if I have a platform, I want to provide a platform for growth. Right? Come, come sit down, teach me something. Right. Promote your brand. Like how can we get better? Right. Together, and this is happening, and this is. My, in my opinion, this Bro, I want to see everybody win, man. Um, you know, and I've been like that my whole life, man. But uh, I remember my, my first gig, man. I got like six other guys from a neighborhood job. Them guys remember that to this day. And these right. are successful guys, you right. know what I mean? Right. And they're like, yo, you got my first job. You know what I mean? It's the same mentality with this. Like uh, two young boys my brother's age reached out to me couple weeks ago um back to back days and they were like bro i got this idea i want to get an llc 
how do I go about doing it? Mm-hmm. And I gave him the rundown. I said, bro, I'm going to give you It's free game. Right. I got it for free. I'm going to give it to you for free. But I'm going to give it to you in a way where you can just get right to it. Mm-hmm. But that idea you have, right. keep building on it. Capitalize. Exactly. Don't You just told me the idea. Mm-hmm. Don't let it go to waste. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, yeah, bro, everybody gets the game. Free game, everybody. So my mind goes crazy. I got so I got an internship here, uh, college level, high school level kids, and oh, you got an intern here. Well, we've put I think six six kids through internships. Oh, that's what's up. over the years. Yeah, and the idea is just a hands on experience. Right. In order to learn something, you have to do it. Right. It goes right back to doing. Right. So if you want to be it, you have to do it. The idea is if a kid wants is in the business. Like, and they want to know how to run a business, operate a business, see what it looks like. Why don't we have them come in here and do it? Yeah, absolutely. Ride the hip. Yeah, just watch. That's the best way. We got a format. These like these are questions, and you like you'll have an understanding of what you did in the last ninety days or hundred hours, whatever it is that they had to uh, achieve to finish the program. Right. There was a time where I was scared of that idea. Right. Who am I with a college for a college? My signature for a college intern for a college internship. When you do something enough, so this is why you should do things often. You build confidence. At the time, the first time it was presented to me, I was like, "Oh no, I can't." But then you start to see a bigger picture, right? And you start to. That's why evaluation is such a big deal. We say, "What do you do every single day?" Like, take evaluation on what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Evaluate what you're doing, and if what you're doing is good and it's working, polish it. Yeah. And now you can walk a little taller in it. Right. Because I know I've been doing this for so long. I've been doing this since 2013. Right. I'm getting, I'm, you're witnessing me right now get more confident telling my story. Right. Because Absolutely. I've been, I've been, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, but I'm an OG. Stand <laughs> on it, dog. <laughs> like, Stand on and it. And we're not done. And I still, I don't know nothing. Right. I don't know nothing. But right. I'm building the confidence. Like this is, we are rocket shipping. Yeah. We are right. You're sitting in the in the rocket shit yeah. chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> Take off. <laughs> so yeah. I appreciate you blessing me. Yeah, um, man. How can the people reach you? All right, so um, on Instagram, I'm at uh, you can underscore tk3. That's my personal Instagram. Uh, my business Instagram is you can underscore activewear. Um, if you ever need any HVAC work done, check us out. Fifteen plus years of quality experience. DNT Prime Climate Control on Instagram. It's Prime Climate Control, straight like that. Um, and before I get out of here, I want to shout out to Rev It Up. We didn't talk about that. Rev It Up is a a, a small jujitsu gym, blowing up crazy. They're on a high rise. They've been around for about two years now in West Berlin. Um, they have so much to offer: jujitsu, karate, plenty of stuff for adults and kids. I uh, run the boxing program there. Um, shout out to those guys. Um, rev it up, NJ. <laughs> that was a commercial. Hey, no. What what is boxing? You you box, right? Yeah. So what um, is box? like that? What what role was that played for you? So growing up, I was kind of born into it. That was a dope ass commercial. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, dog. Um, so real quick, man. Uh, boxing, man. I was kind of I was like born into it, right? Uh-huh. Um, my dad was a fighter. My grandfather was a fighter, and not like you know, I'm not talking like just some guys that just 
it was a hot this they were legit fighters mm-hmm. you know what i mean like real philadelphia you know boxing capital of the world you know old school fighters mm-hmm. and all my uncles great uncles everybody was a fighter um on my dad's side and you know when i was born my dad was still into the game very heavily um and i was around it from infant my mom mm-hmm. carried me in, in there watching my dad train right. at the gym right. and um i say when i got about seven years old i really started loving it and you know looking forward to going to my dad's and dad let's go to the gym mm-hmm. let's go to the gym and it wasn't until i was about 10 where he actually like started to really like like he had taught me little stuff right. up until that point, but when I was ten, he really like put the gloves on me, yeah. allowed me to spar with other kids, and really started to show me the game. Um, and I'll never forget my grandparents. They lived in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, until I was so two thousand one. I was like thirteen, mm-hmm. and um, they moved back here then. And you know, I had been boxing for like three years at this point, and had a little video camcorder, right, at the gym training. My dad recorded, and uh, I took it to my grandfather's house. And I'm excited, like, yeah, I'm going to show my grandfather what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, we popped this tape in me and my dad, and my dad, he will attest to this. <laughs> and it made my grandfather mad. He, he chewed my dad up. That boy ain't doing it right. <laughs> he said, you know better he said what is this? Y'all got me watching. Uh-huh. That boy can't fight. <laughs> he said, I'm going to be at the gym Monday night, right? So then it got real because right. my grandfather, he came to the gym and became my trainer. Okay. At this point, I had like probably like 10 amateur fights. I won all of them. You have been you fought in the ring. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, amateurly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from like, um, from like 12 to 17. Yeah. Wow, that's prime time. And um, you ever been punched in the face with a glove on? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, everybody got a plan because they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to play that game. I'm thinking, like, I don't want to play that game. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. So that's how that all started, man. And then, um, you know, uh, my grandfather really got me. You know, when he came in, I started. I was I was 13, bro. Not to toot my own horn, but. I was, you know, training with grown men, mm-hmm. and that's where you learn that. Right. You know, you ain't gonna learn training with jokers at the YMCA. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, so at thirteen, I was I was putting down grown men, yeah. and uh, you know, some things happened. Uh, accident in Woodshop actually is what took me out the game, right. and um, I just never got really got after that. I never really got back into it, but I still had the love and passion for the sport, right. and um, you know. With Rev It Up, uh, you know, the owner, uh, it's two owners, but Miss D, her son um, was a classmate of mine in high school, and he saw what I was doing with UKEN back into the gym about two and a half years ago, and he reached out to me on Facebook and said, yo, my mom just opened up a gym. Come check it out. Right. <clears throat> I'm like, cool, I'll come check it out. And it was a while, like I had forgot about it, and he reached out again and said, yo, bro, like I want you to come see what my mom's got going on. And uh, I said, all right, bro, I'll be there. I went over and immediately fell in love with their facility, mm-hmm. with their person. I met D, Adam, fell in love with their personality, what they got going on. And they wanted me to originally go over and do strength training, mm-hmm. weight training, you know what I mean? And um, we got to talking 
about combat sports. And I said, well, you know, I'm from a family of fighters. You guys want boxing? I could, right. you know, run a boxing program for anybody, kids, adults, it doesn't matter. It's very simple. Boxing fundamentals. Right. You know what I mean? Learn right. the basics and you get a heck of a workout. Right. And um, they're like, let's do it. Now, I had never trained in a trained somebody in a group setting, like group classes. Mm -hmm. So like you were saying earlier, like, you know, with the intern thing, I kind of was like a little not scared, but you know, I kind of like, well, who am I? Right. You know. I watched my dad do this for years, though, because he used to be like the Billy Blanks of Philadelphia at one time. Right. Like, and, you know, he was like a fitness guru. And I remember watching the classes that he was doing. So I kind of had an idea of how uh -huh. I wanted to do it, but I had never did it before. Right. And I remember Coach D was like, you just got to do it. Right. And when you're out there, it's going to come to you. Just start talking. And after my first class, man, I was like, I think I found it. Yeah. This is what. I want to do, you know right, what I mean? Right. So it's, I've been there, you know, I've been rolling, man. Um, you know, COVID slowed things down, but, you know, we're back rolling again. They got packed houses again. So so what is the schedule for you? you, 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 you work, you're driving a train. Ten, oh, that's crazy. 10 hours a day? So uh, right now I'm on an eight-hour job, but most m most of the time I'm on a 10-hour job, three days off, four days so off. So of your 24, eight to 10. On a train. On a train. You got a clothing line. Mm-hmm. Your boxing coach mm -hmm. just started a new business with the heating and HVAC. Mm -hmm. Your father, mm -hmm. your husband. Yes, sir. You got a dog. Yeah, big boy, too. <laughs> a puppy. Connie Corso. Somebody asked me one time, how, how you find the time? You make time. Mm. You, you can't make time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, how you find the time? Man. My day starts, I'm sure your day starts just as early, but my day starts at 4 a.m. every morning. Yeah. So it's what you're doing with your time. What are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your time? Right. Yeah, I go to work to a place that, you know, provides me the life I live now, right? right. But I know I want more. But I go there to provide my family with the life we want to live. And it's like I have to do this. So I get up at 4 mm. Right, I'm at work by five. I get done at one, right? But then I come home, and I put in the work, the real work yeah. that I wanted to use to leverage to get me out of that nine right. to five. You know right. what I mean? Right. But yeah, like you said, man, it's it's tough because you got to balance your your time with your family. You know, mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta stay on top of your business, right? right? Um, you know, and that's a whole other monster in itself. I got a puppy, nine months old, mm -hmm. you know, full of life. Big it's big. like, you come home tired, you want to chill? He like, no, dad. <laughs> <laughs> he like, nah, man, you been going all day. All day. He chilling with mom, sleep all day. As soon as I walk in the door, he turned up. Um, you know, and then my, 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 my oldest daughter who lives with me, I have my youngest lives in South Carolina, but my oldest daughter, she's a competitive cheerleader. Mm. I'm a cheer dad. <laughs> so sport. she's... Sunday to Thursday, she's dual two, on two teams. Right. You know, um, we were just at her comp last night. They hit zero, and they got their jackets from last week's comp. Shout out to you, Haley. Mm -hmm. um, and shout out to my baby, Bella. Um, but uh, it's crazy, man. Our, but my wife, she supports me through everything. Yeah. And, you know, she's there to help me. Um, my business is her business because some of the stuff, man, it's because of her too, you know what I mean? Right. 
But uh, it's busy. It's just like you said. What do you do with your time? Right. I could go home every day and go to sleep. A whole 90%. You're, you're the 99% too. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, what time do you go to bed at night? I'm lucky if it's 11 o'clock. And you're up at what time? 4.15 the first alarm goes off. Y'all hear that? Don't let nobody tell you you need eight hours of sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> you, what are you doing with your time? Right. Right. Because you'll find a way. Absolutely. You'll find a way. Especially if you got something that motivates you. You know, if you're doing something with your time that you want to do with your time, right? sleep ain't going to matter. Right. I can't wait to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. Sometimes it's hard to go to sleep. <laughs> because I'm getting in the zone. Yeah. I know what you mean, I'm dog. getting creative. You start thinking of ideas. Yeah. You can't write it, this idea down when you're on the train. Right. Yeah. Right. So you know what? I, I, I repeat it in my head until right. I can get off the train right. and put it in my notes. Right. 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 <laughs> so that you can be up at 8, at 9, 10 o'clock at yep. night. Yeah. Drawing it out, coming up with a plan, dreaming. Yeah. So you, you know what gets me it. excited, man? Like, like just watching something that you thought of mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've never thought I would have a website that generates revenue. Right. When I get emails, new order confirmed. Oh, cool <laughs> so I, I'm learning Shopify. Right. Everything I've ever done has always been in house. Mm-hmm. So now the e-commerce is a part. Of, that's a part of business. You want to grow your business, you better find. Ways and the way the world is going, you need to be able to adapt. E-commerce is where it's at. Absolutely. You can sell to the world. A hundred percent. And the first time I got a Shopify notification, I think I came, went, probably was, uh, did some switches, came back to the truck, and I had a notification that said Shopify. I said, what? And it had somebody got a shirt. And I was like, I'm working. But my business is working. Yeah. And it's only working because that's how I set it up. Right. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> I set that up. Yeah. I, I, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Yep. That was the plan. And, and to it, see that happen, because I knew it was going to, I, I know, I get it. I understand the concept. It's a matter of what, when and how is it going to look for me. Right. Right. So right. to see that happen, coming from an idea, from a plan, from me watching all the, the, the gillies and everybody, like, these business people, Derek Grace's, all these people. Yeah. These That's my guy too. Derek Grace is the man. Yeah. Yeah. That's my yeah. guy. He about to have me one of the first five hundred people. That's man, but he's a genius. Yeah. He's a marketing genius. Yeah. Marketing. Talk to me about marketing. You got some dope videos. You gotta you got yeah. So um I have a lot of uh just through the last few years, creative partners, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to call them. Um, you know, my 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 two young boys, man, down in uh Egg Harbor, their, their company is called the Visual Brothers. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to Alex Brothers. and Heck, shout out to y'all, man. Let's talk. Um, another friend of mine, uh, Darnell, uh, you know, um, my cousin Gordon, photographer. It's like, man, it's like I got these people around me, and, you know, let's all make money mm-hmm. and let's just make it work. Let's utilize each other's skills and make something work. But um, yeah, marketing, man, um, I try to, you know, uh, push like great content Mm -hmm. um and i'm actually taking a a a step forward like um 
dabbing into ads, right? Because mm-hmm. I used to run ads when I first started, but I didn't know what I was doing. Right. So I pulled out, but I've been doing research, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm getting into, and that's going to help me tremendously with marketing. I've been talking to a few people. Uh, my tattoo artist, Jack, shout out to you. Um, he was like, bro, if you ain't using ads, you ain't making no money. Right. And he just gave me a quick rundown and showed me what to do. And I can't wait to utilize this and give this game to somebody else yeah. because this man, he literally goes to sleep yeah. and wakes up with 20 new appointments right. off of ads because right. he was able to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, marketing, man, like, like you know, my website was huge for me. We dropped that at the height of COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID hit March. Uh, we launched our website May. Yeah. Um I was kind of skeptical about doing it because I didn't know how things were going to go. You know, gym shut down. Right. Um, and I'm like, you know, nobody's really seeing it, you know. And, we, you know, this content in the backyard is getting pretty old. Right. You know what I mean? But I said, let's do it. This, You know, I, I called up my boy, um, the Visual Brothers. They came through Clutch. Actually, three days, man. They shot with me. They shot with uh, my homegirl, Kai. They shot with my cousin, G. They shot with my brother. And they put together this dope, promo video and when i saw that video it only took him a couple days to edit this thing up when i saw it i was like yo you would have thought i was watching watching a nike ad it was yours (laughs) i'm like (laughs) i'm like this is me you know what i mean like the way it started out i chose another narrative Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and it was just like it's time to drop this website because i me and my cousin jb nehemiah design we had the the website done. We worked on that. That was my baby. We worked on that together. My my cousin, he's in the web design. Um, we uh we worked on that for like three months, right. day in day out. You know everything from SEO to to pictures in the right place to product. Like we did everything, just me and him. And I was like, man, the world has to see this. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But is it right to drop it during COVID? And me and my brother and my cousin were going back and forth, like, ah, should we do it? Finally, I said, you know what? I'm not letting COVID mm-hmm. stop this. Mm-hmm. We are dropping this website. Yeah. And we dropped, man, and the amount of support we got in that first day, yeah. it was like, doing something right. Yeah. Don't wait. Start now. Today. <laughs> today, right now. Today, right. So today is the best day ever because today's the day you can start. Right. right? Today's the day that has to happen for you to get to where you want to be. The decision to drop was the best day ever. Right. Right. At one time, that was today. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Today's the day that has to happen. Yeah. For you to get to where you want to be. Yep. Stop waiting. And I'm glad we didn't wait to do this, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, you already know. (laughs) This was needed. (laughs) This is the Leaf Show, man. I'm still learning how to do an outro and all that. Yeah, shout out to the Leaf Show. While we here, ex-athletics. Yeah. Appreciate you having me. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this is, man. Uh, We're going to get you a commercial, too. (laughs) Until next time, my friends. (laughs)